This week on Nerd Friday, we hunker down and prepare for the upcoming seasonal blockbusters, chat about the latest news to hit the nerd scene, and ask the question, would you really want a one-way ticket to Mars? Pop some corn, grab a cocktail, and dim the lights, because Nerd Friday's summer movie preview starts now. Oh, hey, everybody. Hey. It's Nerd Friday. Welcome to Nerd Friday, where... Episode four. Four. And... It's okay to stay in. It's okay to stay in. That's what I was looking for, Christy. And you're especially going to want to stay in with us this week because we are talking about movies. So many movies this summer. So there's, many movies. Every summer there's like, no joke, I'm not even exaggerating, a hundred movies. Yeah. And this particular summer, it feels like there's a hundred nerderific. And it feels like they're aimed directly at my brain. At like, your brain? You are going to love this movie. Yeah, you're like, what? That trailer? What? That trailer? Oh my God. What? So excited. Yeah. I am especially excited for the show, not only because it's our summer movie preview, our first ever summer movie first preview. First ever summer movie preview. also because it's our fourth show, which means we've been doing this for a whole month. <laughs> a whole month? High fives. High fives. <laughs> Those weren't even virtual, guys. Those were real. Those were real high They're fives. They're kind of lame, but they were. Right they were, across the table. Right? They were high fives. Yeah. Um, so I, I should say, before we get started... Um, we want to mention Boston at the top of the show. Uh, we want to send our deepest thanks to the good people of Boston for showing the rest of the world what true strength is after the events of this week. Definitely. Definitely. Such a, such a hard time and they're just really persevering. And, um, I think one of the things that I personally can't get over is just seeing all the people rushing to help versus rushing away. And that just, you know. One of my favorite people in the world, actually, which was Mr. Rogers, said, like, look for the good people. Look, look for, for the, the helpers. Good. Look for the helpers. Yeah, exactly. I love that quote. Look yeah. for the helpers. Really and Boston, thank you for being helpers. Yeah, thank you. Uh, and it was also really interesting to see, like, you know, throughout this whole process, how the news came to light. Um, I found most of my news on Twitter. I don't know how you found most of yours. Yeah, I actually, um, I first heard about it on Facebook, which is really strange because I'm not on Facebook often. But then the first thing I did after Facebook, I went to CNN.com because that's my, for whatever reason, my go-to. I wasn't liking what I saw there. And I went immediately to, to Twitter. And that's where I got most of my news as well. I mean, it's just really fascinating to see like that's, it's just, I think, how people get their news. Yeah. Um, when you, you get things, you hear about it through social media. Like a friend reads something and they immediately want to tell everybody. And then the next thing you know, you're seeing it on Storify and Instagram, Vine. I don't know if you saw that Vine, Christy. Yep. Um, if well, you guys... there was a few, but yeah. Yeah, the one I'm thinking of in particular that I think... Um, was from the finish line. Yeah, it was, and it was, the interesting is I when the first time I saw it, I actually thought it was somebody who was at the... At, the marathon, um, who happened to just be vining the, the, the exact moment. But when I watched it the second time, um, because it's six seconds, it goes, it repeats, not like I'm, you know, trolling for disaster. But when I watched it the second time, I realized it was actually video footage of someone's television and they had actually just vined the television that they were watching. And so, um, it's just really, really fascinating the way that social media plays a huge part in our news, um, just to get updates faster than we really can, um, I know Christy, you had friends in the newsroom. Yeah. We had people on the ground, like kind of in the newsroom and, and at I the marathon, actually, at the marathon, I was feeding them news faster than they were getting on the ground. So that's that was really interesting. So crazy to me. Um, not to change the topic, but this week, I don't know if you saw, but national geographic is doing, um, their version of, I heard the eighties sort of thing. Um, but instead of being very like, Oh, yay. Q-Bird is so awesome. It's actually these really, I've only seen one episode 
and it happened to be the episode about the presidential, you know, attempted assassination of Reagan. Mm -hmm. And the part, the reason I bring it up is that they actually had Sam Donaldson was one of the correspondents and he was a correspondent at the time. Um, and I can't remember the name of the news anchor at the time, but he's actually at the news desk on a big rotary phone, like on the phone because people are phoning in like somebody like Sam Donaldson had to run to a phone Mm -hmm. to call in the newsroom and they're like, they're, they don't know what's happening. And so I know like the press this week and as any news story that we get, people are always like, Oh, well they don't really know what's going on in the 24 hour news cycle. Information's like all over the place. But even back then in the eighties, it was just interesting. But at that point it was still like, what's happening? Everybody wants to know, but it was an actual telephone on a desk and a guy reading like a wire that got, that came in. And so now it's interesting to be like, the people on the news, instead of being like one telephone from one guy, they're mm-hmm. now getting, okay, like here's thousands, 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 thousands of things that they're parsing through to be like, okay, maybe from this we can actually establish what happened. Yeah. Well, I heard that the police were actually asking people to like, you know, submit their photos and videos and yeah, I read that as well. Like they, you know, they're hoping that somebody somewhere happened to capture mm-hmm. just the right moment or just a right piece of evidence to help them figure out what happened. Yeah. I actually read a story on, um, well, I don't remember where I read it, but basically Reddit, uh, has their own thread of sort of non sanctioned investigation of the Boston marathon bomber. Oh, wow. Um, so they're trying to hunt down who actually you know, planted the bombs and they, Oh wow. That's a, that's a slippery slope. It's, I mean, it's, I, I, I go back and forth between like, yeah, awesome. That's great. We have more, you know, brilliant minds working on one topic. But then on the other hand, it's like, if you target the wrong person and that photo of that guy who's holding those backpacks is actually just holding his wife and daughter's backpack. It's like, you've just posted his photos the entire day. Right. And I feel like that at that point due process is thrown out the window because everybody is already just looking, looking for an answer. They're looking for reasons and they're looking for answers. And I don't know. It's a, I don't know. It's just fascinating the way that, um, news unfolds. Um, just even in the 10, 12 years since nine 11, I remember. Oh my God. Yeah. Like back then, like you couldn't get news fast enough, but there was, it just was a lot of misinformation. And now, yeah, there's definitely misinformation, but it starts to filtering itself out a lot faster. Like I remember reading something the other day that was like, oh, and then they said that, oh, it was the JFK library was a bomb. And then like 30 minutes, Mm -hmm. like within a half hour, it was like, actually, no, this is what was real, the real situation. And there were just as many tweets correcting the other tweets. It was like, hey, we got it wrong. Whereas I think in the news you know, cycle of the past, it would, we'd have to rely on the news. When someone actually gets that news from a phone. From a phone. Exactly. (laughs) I don't know. Very, it's fascinating. Um, if you were following along to the story unfold, if you weren't near television, um, how did you find out about the news and what do you think of the way that social media plays part in, in unfolding the news? Let us know, send us your thoughts, tweet at us at nerd Friday show. Um, all the best to you, Boston. Yes. All the best. So we wanted to start the show out that way, but, uh, moving on, um, we do have a lot of things to talk about, especially in the world of entertainment. Um, but catching up from last week's show, I know that Sabrina was super pumped about super. the YouTube live stream uh, of Coachella. Super pumped. It was kind of amazing. Like, so I, I, I won't lie. I really wanted to go to Coachella this year. I've wanted, I've never been, I kind of feel like I'm never going to go now, but you're, you're I mean. I'm too, too old, too, old to but stand you're in the old. field and watch TV. No, it's like, you know, if I like, you know, maybe if I'm friends with a band who's at Coachella and right. I could 
hang out in the like section. Like in the VIP area? Yeah, if I could be like in the shade with a fan mm-hmm. and a fruity beverage. Mm-hmm. And or a warm beer. Mm. Mm, backpack full of warm <laughs> beer. <laughs> Something like that I'd probably want to go. But right now I'm like, mm, I don't know about standing in a field. I had friends that went and they were like, their Instagram was of course like full of Coachella. Uh-huh. And at some point I was like, you're so like you're so far from anything. Although I'm sure they're headbands. I'm sure they had a great time. They had a great time. Their outfits were very cute. Lots of good fashion there. But um, because I didn't go, it was awesome to see the bands I wanted to see in the in my own home. Yeah. I don't know if you saw. I tweeted about it this week. Um, it was pretty late on Friday night. Um, you know, it was okay to stay in, so mm. I did. We stay. In, we actually do well. Actually, Christy's, Chris and I are lying. We went out for drinks first, and yeah. then and <laughs> no, then we went home in. and stayed in. And I watched Coachella, and I watched Coachella. I saw the bands I wanted to see. I saw Blur, who I love, and oh. it was their set was great. I'm looking forward to staying in this Friday and seeing it all over again. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, if you um, happen to catch it, you should uh, let us know what you thought at Nerd Friday Show. The one thing that I was a little bit disappointed about was... The, well, the cool part was that they were airing it and you could scrub back to see the parts Which you missed. Great. So you could be like, oh, I really want to see this band that aired at three o'clock and they're repeating it all night long, but they turned it off at around noon and that sucks because they didn't start the next feed till three. So they're like three more hours and I was just in the middle of watching Why? and I was like, if I had known, I would have fast forwarded and not paid it to like not watch the other stuff. <laughs> um, anyway, so it's this weekend and, uh, you know, if you missed the nineties last week, you can catch it again this <laughs> week. Just in case you may have missed the 90s. Yeah, they're back. They're back. The 90s really are back. I mean, I just, we caught the um, the Outside Lands lineup this week. Yeah, uh, San Francisco Festival. San Francisco, which is basically like Coachella Light plus Paul McCartney and Fog. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Paul McCartney makes it a legit festival in my opinion. I'm like, oh, he wants to play here? This so is that's a, great. This is a real festival. Yeah. But it's also... It's so cold. It is really cold, and it's always packed. And I people mean, dress like they're going to Coachella. And they I'm dress like they're like, going oh, to Coachella, you... and you're like, dude, this is not Coachella. We are it not, is not in the hot desert. <laughs> like, it's not hot at all. Yeah. Even in August. I mean, Coach, our outside lands is August, right? And there's it is it is legit fog, 55 degrees outside. So and, fun fact: I got married in San Francisco in August, and we had our after party in a. Um, in a backyard and it was like a it was a daytime wedding so the after party was like six o'clock in the evening it was freezing we bought heat lamps yeah that was part of the wedding budget heat lamps summer here doesn't happen till like late september yeah yeah september and then it lasts for like three months and, and then it's sad because it's dark but anyway yeah. that's san francisco for you Anyways. um but we uh wouldn't, we wouldn't trade it for anything no not at all but you know especially because all the cool things are here. Like, hey, for example, Twitter. you're gonna, yeah, you you stole my segue. I stole my segue. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna be like. So, speaking of San Francisco, you know that company Twitter. <laughs> you may have heard of. <laughs> so yeah, big news. Do it anyway. Do it big, anyway. Big news. The company. Oh, it's, it's over. It's over. The moment's over. Okay. But Twitter this week um, sort of announced a music app. Like, kind of announced. Kind of announced. Yeah, Ryan Seacrest <laughs> and a couple know. others. So they haven't officially, or maybe they have, and I just haven't really seen it. If they have, nobody's talking about it. I don't think no one's talking about it. <laughs> but yeah, it's like a, tw- a non... <laughs> I think we'll know more in the next week or so. Yeah. Um, it's, it's open for celebrities right now, and they're like, like playing their music suggestions. Like, you can find out what listening to, um, but only for celebrities right now, and then eventually they're going to roll it to- out to those other are, people. Those are tastemakers? Taste makers that's correct um so yeah so twitter music app kind of curious to see what's going to happen um another 
music app that's coming up supposedly is the Apple iRadio. Which I'm excited that this is story is still going around because I legitimately thought that this was an April Fool's joke. Well, it came out right around April Fool's, yeah. so you're like iRadio. Yes. No, maybe. You guys are pulling my chain. Yeah. So iRadio could be cool. It's their version of Pandora or what they're hoping to be. And right. I mean, it makes sense because with things like Pandora and Spotify, where you get to listen to whatever you want whenever you want, as long as know, they're man. on Spotify, of course. They tried really hard to do that whole music. Thing. Oh, what was that called? Oh God, I, can't. I was just trying. Oh, it's such a terrible. I, I hated it. Ping. Ping. It was called Ping. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ping. They tried to learn that too. Ping. And it didn't go anywhere. And I just, I think that like the UI should, was. Sh- it was terrible. terrible. It was terrible. It was. Just, it was just really ill conceived, and it wasn't well thought out. And, and I just don't think that like they need to focus on the things that they do well. They do really well in hardware. And operating systems, they should not get involved in like <coughs> maps. streaming surface or maps. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, we'll see. Who knows? Maybe, maybe they'll make a, a believer out of you after all, Christy. Maybe. I'm, um, one of I'm the other sure. things related to music, since we're on that that kick, that I saw this week was um, that Shuffler FM is launching Shuffler TV. Yeah, I haven't heard of this, but I'm pretty pumped after you told me about it. Yeah, and so there's a few channels, if you will, that you could check out right now. And essentially, it's just a different um, other tastemakers, I guess, like Enemy Pitchfork. Who is a tastemaker, by the way? Somebody who makes oh the taste. Oh, my God. Someone is, like, <laughs> famous or something. I don't know. They're like, oh, you love what I love. I'm a tastemaker. <laughs> but, yeah, so Shuffler TV, it's uh, essentially MTV on the internets but with music videos so it's actual like, music videos school mtv MTV. yeah so it's uh so for example i'm a big indie music fan and pitchfork.com like pitchfork has a a shuffler tv station and it's just like all these indie music videos all strung together they've got a playlist i don't know how often this stuff is updating i don't know at the same time part of me was like well where am i gonna just really be sitting there and watching videos but i guess Maybe. like at work, you could leave them open in the small window because you're not really watching. You're kind of watching, you're listening. Glance over. Yeah. Once in a while. Yeah. So give it a try, Shuffler TV. If you're a fan already, let us know what channels you're yeah. watching on there. Send us some recommendations. Yeah. And so. At Nerd Friday Show. At Nerd Friday Show. Let's see what else. What else was in the news? I this mean, week? we're talking about MTV. We might as well talk about the MTV Movie Awards. I mean, first of all, thank you, thank everyone, you guys. You heard our plea. To vote for your favorite hero, and it ended up being Bilbo Baggins, and not fan favorite, not, not Snow, Snow White. White. <laughs> Although I did hear she's signed up for a sequel. God, someone, can that... someone just make it stop? Uh, it can't, Christy. Twilight's over. She needs something new. I just can't handle. She's, she's got to buy those Converse somehow. Anyway, so yeah, but also in the MTV Movie Awards, if you did not watch. Um, the, the nerdy event, moments, yeah. <clears throat> the Avengers mm-hmm. swept their categories. Well, actually, I think there, there might've been one that they, I think they lost best duo to Jennifer Lawrence and Bradley Cooper, but, which uh, fine. which is all right. Cause you know, she's Katniss. So it's cool. Right. <laughs> I just feel like, you know, I mean, we've been saying this for a while, but it's like, it's a nerd nerdy world and everyone's just living in it you know what i'm saying like best movie of the year the avengers that is based off of a comic book yeah that's right and he also wins best villain yeah oh tom hiddleston yeah high fucking five man i love you i also love tom hiddleston fans go tom fans oh man you guys are awesome definitely shout out definitely 
The one thing right though there. I have to say, and I and I I mean obviously Avengers is also Joss Whedon, so I'm sure that's right. He's got that going he's got that nerd cred for him, but I feel like Dark Knight Rises was snubbed all over the place. I, I mean it didn't snubbed. get it didn't get any Oscar nominations either, and that movie is it's epic for it what it deep. is. Um after watching it, I remember my husband actually said to me I just don't know how anybody can ask me to watch another superhero movie after that. Well, okay, so I have a love-hate thing for Dark Knight Rises, I, I think, because it was the whole situation with repairing a back injury in three months that kind of got me. <laughs> <laughs> You're not, it's a summer movie. You're not supposed to poke people. If you were going to poke holes, Suspend I want to know, like, I want to know, like, before. why is he on, how did they know he's on that bridge? How did they know? How did they know he's going to be on that bridge? But why did all the cops go into the how did he get back into the goddamn city? Why That's did what the I want. Cops all go into the subway at the same time, man. That's what I want to know. Oh, suspend your beliefs. Suspend I know, your beliefs. I know. I keep hearing this term. Yeah. Just... We'll get back to that. Okay. We're gonna. We'll get back to that. We've got a couple more news things to talk about, and then we'll we'll let you vent about summer movie yeah, disbelief. I know. Or okay. Inability. So let's switch gears to TV real quick for a sec. Yeah. Um, did you catch the new sci-fi show Defiance? You know, I didn't watch it because I don't have cable. What? Oh, that's no, right, because you cut the cord, and I'm I one of those old cable, people with cable, because I gotta have my stuff immediately, and I, I'm old, so I feel bad for pirating. <laughs> but um, I actually did not watch it, but only because I forgot to record it. Mm-hmm. Um, because even though I have cable, I don't watch anything live. At least you say record, and not tape. I taped it. I taped that shit. I got that. I got it on Sorry, tape Mom. for you. I love you. <laughs> I, my mom i don't even think she can use the vcr yet to be honest uh but um but yeah i recorded that and i had to record the like the the, the encore showing mm-hmm. and that didn't happen till like you know 1 a.m or something so like, i i haven't like, i have not watched it bed. <laughs> mostly i have to go to work oh, yeah. to force myself to go to bed um so i haven't watched it but i uh saw all over twitter people were enjoying it they were enjoying the, the heck out of that show. So if you did watch Defiance, let us know what you thought. Um, the other cool thing that I think is interesting is sci-fi in general, uh, the creators of Defiance, they're actually trying to do a lot of stuff with um, the whole like second screen. Like having not just a TV show, but having the experience be online, be interactive, like having you actually participate. And they've got a lot of shows coming up that they're doing this with. There's one I think called Opposite Worlds. Is that what I, I believe that's what mm-hmm. it's called? And um I think it's a reality show where half the contestants pl- are on a... Like, I am so confused about this, but... <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's called Opposite World. Half the contestants are in a reimagined past, like prehistoric past or something. I don't know exactly what part of the past, but okay. the one clip I saw is like cave time or something, mm-hmm. like Neanderthal time. And then the other half of the contestants are in a imagined futuristic sci-fi world. Right. And I think you get to vote... On like, you know, it's like a, you know, obviously that's been happening since American Idol and right, like right. even like since Star Search, I should say. Oh my God, <laughs> like, Star Search. So like the interactive part of voting has been happening for a while, but in this, they're going a little Hunger Games on you. And I read that you'll be able to be like, send gifts to different players in the oh same God. way that the Hunger Games acted. And so it's just one of the things I think really smart on sci-fi's part, because it means you have to watch it and participate real time. In real time. And if not in real time, at least same day, you know, right. so... 
or like within the 24 hours otherwise your votes and everything gives doesn't you an count. extra incentive to actually tune in while it's on right and if even if you're not tuning into the tv show as long as you're interacting online they're getting those eyeballs so right. very smart and um usa network is actually doing some stuff like that also they've got that show i think it's called my moment or right so yeah, yeah, they're yeah. letting people like recreate like these moments in their life like what if they did this or what if and they actually i think they're starting a whole social community website about mm -hmm. it so people can share their moments and all this kind of stuff and i think um i think it's really smart on their part to to understand that that's the way that the world works i mean i don't know about you but when i watch tv i i barely watch it right. i'm on my computer mm -hmm. i'm on my ipad or whatever at one point there was actually a day recently i was on my computer my ipad and my iphone and i was like what oh. what is happening here what <laughs> and the tv's on Over. uh overkill Saturated. but it's a good thing that um i don't have one of the tvs that uh i can't remember what company is pitching but it's tvs that pause when you walk away or look away oh, right when you walk yeah okay so I remember that, like, the new, like, Samsung phone, you're watching a video on this phone, and you look away, and it pauses, so it actually tracks your eye movements. So, yeah, and so, so these TVs are technology deep. into televisions. Like, how annoying is that? Personally, I find that obnoxious, well, because... especially when you're watching TV, it's like, I look away all the time. No, yeah, I'm like, what's going on? I got yeah. bored. What's on? What time is it? Yeah, don't like, stop. Like, somebody called... I, could you imagine? I just need to like walk it's in like the room. It's like buffering. <laughs> it's like you're constantly buffering the show. Beep, beep, loading show. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so I don't know that that uh, I vote no. Yeah, no, I vote no. We'll no, see. No, no, no. Don't track my eye movements, man. No, it's weird. Weird like shit. It. I don't like that. Yeah. Something um, I do like though. Yeah. It's interactive beer. Oh. Uh, yeah. yeah. I well, I just like beer in general. Yeah, but, beer uh, in general. And, you know, Heineken is not the first beer that I would order if given an option, but I might if I had the Heineken Ignite interactive bottle. That's right. It's an interactive bottle. It's got RFID chips. Yeah, man. This thing bottle. lights up when you cheers. Oh, it's it's rad. We've, we tweeted the yeah, link. And you've got to watch the, like, video promo I mean, for it's it. a little bit dramatic in the beginning, let's be honest. But get, just skip to the end. Yeah, skip to the end, uh, you know, where the dubstep you know drops and you'll find I, not, not only does it light up when you cheers then it like pulses to the music yeah it pulsates like, like when you drink it and it goes to sleep when you don't it's i mean it's I would, gimmicky but i don't care i would probably drink beer faster yeah and i would i would order like, heineken so they're yeah, smart like oh, i wonder how much it's costing them that's a good question. Yeah, I wonder if it's it's probably I would imagine it's probably for special events like parties sponsored right. by Heineken, but or still maybe they'll sponsor us. We can Hey, we can, hey Heineken. Hey. Yeah, this, this wasn't intended to be yeah. an ad, but hey. But hey, if you want us, <laughs> if you want us, we could do this for you. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, if we get all that Heineken money, we can maybe afford some trips like some perhaps. Trips. Yeah. Oh man. I was so excited to find out about a Marvel City in Dubai. God, Dubai is like a giant it's playground. Like the future. It's Not only is it the future because of the tallest buildings in the world and like all of these cool things, but it's a desert. And let's be honest, we're probably going to either drown or Drowned. die of <laughs> drought. Yeah. One or the other. So you might as well go have fun. So, is what you're trying to say? So Dubai is already a desert. Let's just go there and have some fun at Marvel City. I know. It's totally, it's like, it's like Las Vegas oh. of of the world so it's good. like the world's las vegas because yeah. <laughs> does that even make any sense no it does it totally makes sense it's like 
So we saw you know how like uh, Vegas has like New York, New York, and Paris. Yeah. Do you think Dubai will have Las Vegas themed yeah. hotels? <laughs> that would be pretty hot. I would love. Was that something you'd call meta? Whoa! I don't know. I don't Maybe. know if that's meta or not. Maybe, but only if I went into the Las Vegas hotel and there was a Paris themed like something inside. Or like now, you're, now you've lost me. It's like Inception. Yeah, I'm confused. Um, so we saw some concept art of Marvel City, which is like this temple to all things Marvel, and the opening of this building looks like a comic book that's flipping open, and it's got like so cool. all these superheroes just lined up in the front, and I would totally, I think that it could be a pilgrimage, you know, for ultimate superhero fans. Comic book of fans. course, of course. Yeah. I think it'll be awesome. I think they're smart. So maybe if we can get some of that Heineken money, yeah, we, Heineken uh, money. we can make our pilgrimage. Yeah, but I mean... Or if if not, um, maybe... I mean, good deserts. Deserts? Yeah, I don't know where you're going with this. Mars. Oh, tomorrow. I'm so <laughs> stupid. Oh, we even planned that, you guys. I ruined it. We <laughs> talked about it before. Yeah. Uh, but before we go to, in general, okay, so there's there's the trip to Mars. Like, Okay, let's talk about Mars. Do you want to, so first of all, let's back up a second. Okay. There is a contest that will send you to space. Right. Oh, right. 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 Sorry. So I skipped over. Skip the space. Damn it. Oh, it's okay. It's okay. Sorry. <laughs> Um, so first of all, there's a contest that will send you to space. So it's kind of a, uh, I forget what the airline is called. Is it Galaxy Airline? I'm not sure. Uh, that could be possible. Yeah. So you can win a trip to space. I personally think it would be amazing to go to space. I think it would be great too. I mean, do you really get to go to space or are you really just going to orbit? There's, there are two different things, right. by the way. And I would be okay with either. I'd be okay with either. As long as I get to come back. Right. Because in the in the case of Mars, you're not coming back. Because the Mars trip. <laughs> All right, so we're, we we uh, we derailed ourselves a little bit, but what we were alluding to is that there is a um is a show called. Well, it's it's like a privately funded trip to Mars, right? So like, but it's got... a reality show. But they're all yeah, they're building in a reality show that reminds me of some kind of movie, and I I just can't figure out what movie this is, but it's like. A twisted reality show that documents people going to like on a one-way trip to space or something. I don't know. Maybe it's. I thought it maybe it might have been Sunshine or like, you know, Event Horizon or something. But that doesn't have anything to do with movies or reality shows. And I'm just confused about where I've. Heard so if this you know what Chrissy's thinking, you guys, before. tweet us at Nerd Friday Show. But in the meantime, let me tell you a little bit about Mars One. Mars One is the organization, and they're actually currently accepting applicants to go to Mars. I believe the trip is in 2018 is what they're hoping for. Mm -hmm. You'll spend the next... Which is just around the corner. It's because you'll spend the next five years training. Right. And it's a reality show. The whole thing's a reality show. They're going to film a reality show, film you training, film shipping you off to Mars. You don't get to come back. You're going to go colonize Mars. And on one hand, it sounds amazing, but I kind of would like to come back. I know. I like, mean, what if Mars sucks, you guys? I mean, could you be There's that no one... Marvel City there. No, there's no Marvel City there, and there's definitely not a Las Vegas or anything else there. But could you... I mean, there's got to be a few people out there that are like, this is what I was put on this earth to do. Is to and I can't to wait to watch to them. I know. <laughs> it's like the Truman Show meets sh Sunshine. Maybe that's what I'm getting at. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, Mars. I mean, it's it's an it's an exciting idea, but at the same time, you start thinking about it, and you're like, 
I will never come back. And then you start to get really scared. And the thing is, like, the other thing is, think about reality shows and think about the kind of people they put on them. Yeah. You're going to have, like, a couple really smart people. You're going to have a couple really hot people. And you're going to have a couple, like, assholes and some, yeah. like... Are they going to... Are they going to... And these are the people who are going to colonize Are Mars? they going to build this cast based on, like, ratings? Or are they going to build this cast based on, like... The people who are best to colonize. Right, because if I was gonna go to Mars, I'd be like, okay, I need a science person, I need builders, I yeah. need, you know, teachers, yeah. I need, I, you know, a gardener, gardener, like somebody who know, like yeah, biologists. Yeah, yeah, yeah I don't yeah, think biologist so. Just was a much more sophisticated way of saying gardeners. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was hoping you didn't catch that. I wasn't trying to call you out. Maybe just a little. <laughs> Maybe just a little. But yeah, one-way ticket to Mars, and then you're going to miss out on all the summer know. movies. You're going to miss out. I wonder if you'll... Will you be able to get email in Mars? Yes, it just <laughs> takes like... What is it? 17 minutes or two hours or seven hours? So or what like, is it? I don't know. Years? Who knows? I don't know. I think it takes seven... I'm no scientist. 17 minutes? To get to Mars... Wait, The Mars rover sends oh. messages back and forth. Is it 17 minutes? Something like that. It might be. It yeah. might be. So I guess you could get email on Mars. So I guess... Because I was thinking the people who went to Mars, they would just be like, goodbye, world. Well... See you later. In the movie Sunshine, if you guys have ever seen that, it takes hours to get... Have you seen this movie? I have not. Oh, my God. Cillian Murphy. Oh, I know this movie, but yeah, I've never seen it. Yeah, they go to the yeah. sun. Yeah. I, yeah. Well, uh, should I see it? You should definitely see it. It's All right. so good. Okay, I'll make that my homework. I think I've seen it like five or six times and then an equal amount with director commentary all right i'm gonna add it to the top of my queue it's so good adding it to the queue um but yeah because i was i was gonna try to segue this i don't know why i'm so intent on a segue segue. i'm like hey segue and i'm not just talking about that cool roving machine (laughs) (laughs) um so i guess the people in mars will be able to check their email so they will not need the new dead man switch from google yeah this is an interesting development. It's actually, I, I find it really fascinating. So they're implementing something called the dead man switch. And it's essentially after a set period that I believe you get to set of inactivity. They either way send out an email to people being like, Hey, like alert the police. I'm missing or I'm dead or whatever. Or like, check my email in two or hours. like, Hey family, I miss you. And I loved you. And here are the passwords to the bank, you know, <laughs> like, or it's really morbid. Yeah, or they'll just deactivate your account completely. It's a dead man switch because some people don't want their families to have this information. And I find it fascinating and part of me like wishes more like, cause I was actually, I was thinking about that recently. I was like, um, you know, like what, like what happens my, when you die? Yeah. Well, cause you leave like your, your internet footprint. So everywhere, like I still have a MySpace yeah. somewhere Friendster. Friendster. I still have a Friendster account. I found a photo yeah. from it recently and I was like, what is this wow. photo? Oh, I posted that to Friendster? What the fuck's Friendster? <laughs> like, uh, yeah, Friendster. Uh, but so, yeah, so I think it's interesting to have, like, these dead man switches that are just, like, after... Because it would be kind of awesome to be, like, I haven't logged into Friendster in, like, 4,000 years. Yeah, it would wish, be nice if it would just delete everything. I wish that all social networks had this kind of thing, on you know, on one hand. Because, yeah, when you do depart the Earth, meaning not from Mars, but, you know, permanently... <laughs> Uh, there are policies out there like facebook and twitter all have policies what happens when you die you're supposed to you know i think maybe it's facebook that has someone you can name as your sort of oh god i better update my preferences you know? maybe it wasn't facebook maybe it was someone else but basically well if you check 
popsugartech.com. I had a post on that a few years ago. Not <laughs> to do a plug, but um, yeah, there's you know contingency plans. If you die, what happens to your account? And they actually have policies on that, so you should check it out. Oh yeah, so Google Google is introducing they're one. They're a step and, ahead for doing the dead man's switch. Man. Yeah, I think I think we'll see more of it because I think it's becoming a more you know common. We live our lives online. Yeah, on the internets. Yeah, internets. Um, it's true. All right, so. You don't have to segue this. Let's just no, talk I wasn't about going to. I'm just going to be like, hey, hey let's talk movies. Let's, let's get into the, let's the get whole into reason why we're here. We're this here week. for it, movies. Just for movies. Freaking love movies. The air I conditioning. I am so excited the about the show. I am so excited. I'm like. Stay tuned, guys. We got lots of movies for yeah. you. Lots of movies and some movie drinks coming up. Oh, we had so many drinks. So many. Not as many as last week. Awesome. If you were uh, listening last week, I apologize now. If you haven't listened to last week's show. You really should. Cause go it's back and check it out. Awesome. Um, so yeah, so this week there was CinemaCon. Do you know much about CinemaCon? I don't really. I don't it's really in Las Vegas, much. right? Aren't all cons? Well, no. No, no. that's not true. That's not true. I feel like at some point all cons were. <laughs> yeah, CinemaCon, um, a couple things came out of it, and we'll talk about some of them in a little bit. But the one that I find interesting is the um, MPAA the movie ratings system oh, they're yeah. talking about tweaking it um interesting. a lot of it has to do with gun violence especially um in the society that we live in right now and after the the new town um shootings maybe like some of these things that are getting a pg-13 because the movie producers are like get us a pg-13 mm-hmm. get us pg you know um are maybe gonna be ours or whatever there's gonna be like some new checkbox system it's like okay if it has this and has this i don't know i'm curious to see what'll happen because yeah. i know it's a big deal when a movie becomes an r um i remember uh, a while ago video games went through the same thing yeah yeah like a crackdown on their ratings and who can buy video games so i think it's just like like the only, the other thing though i think the movie rating system i think it's so lame I personally remember buying movie tickets at the age of like nobody checks. Nobody checks because it's another fifteen-year-old selling you the movie ticket. They're yeah. like, "Dude, that movie's dope. Have fun." Yeah. <laughs> like, nobody so, ever checked my ID at the movie theater. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe if, they, if, if you work at the movie theater and you're checking IDs, let us know. Do you let people in? Yeah. Or kids in that don't belong? Yeah, because do I you even check. Yeah, I don't think anybody cares. I've never been carded at the movie theater. Yeah, especially not now. But uh... especially not now. But <laughs> even when I was younger. But yeah, never. And and luckily, I won't get card now because now I can go see anything I want, including these next million these next summer movies. Fantastic movies on the first ever Nerd Friday summer, summer movie, movie preview, preview. aka <laughs> Summer for Nerds. Yep, we should have an intro. Song we should. We really should. And also, speaking of intro, if you want to write us an intro theme song, oh. Yeah, please do because we tried and it was terrible. We we're not even we going to air come it. Come up with an intro theme song, and I we just could not post it. Yeah, it's just so bad. Good. So, please. if you are a singer songwriter or just a a novice songwriter or a pro, yeah, give us a jingle. Just we could use it. Jingle it over. Yeah, we'll credit you full credits. Nerd Friday Show at gmail dot com. Send it our way. Yeah, awesome. But so, Christy, the okay. first movie of the summer. First movie of the summer is happening. In today. Wait, today? Nerd on Nerd Friday. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because <laughs> we totally record this show yes. on Friday. Friday. <laughs> uh, I am, and it is? It's Oblivion, starring Tom Cruise. You know, I got to say, Tom Cruise, ups and downs God in his career. Him. God bless Tom Cruise. 
uh, I have to say, after the latest Mission Impossible, because I wasn't, I fell off the Tom Cruise bandwagon. Mm-hmm. I will say, I was like the rest I'm of right America, and I was like, oh my god, this man's lost it, and like his movies haven't been that amazing. But after the last Mission Impossible, I got it. I yeah. was like, holy shit, that guy is an international he superstar. Is an action star. I get why he's huge across the world, yeah. and uh, I get why he sells movies, and apparently so does Hollywood because. This movie, yeah, starting the summer season. Man, I, I'm totally right there with you about um, Mission Impossible, though. I didn't even think that I was going to like that movie, but then I loved it. Loved it. And it was. Yeah, I'm blooming. back on the Tom Cruise train. Like, yeah. whatever happened in the past, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. And Katie Holmes is gone now. Whatever. He's like a free man, although he was at this movie premiere. I believe he wore the weirdest turtleneck, but, Ugh, but I digress. He does have to stop with the turtlenecks. Yeah, turtlenecks are weird, man. Tom Cruise, do yourself a favor. Stop it. Ask the... Uh, ask, get a stylist. Yeah, ask the stylist for your movies, who do a pretty good job, yeah. for some advice. Well, so, we're talking about Oblivion right now, and I am especially excited for this one because it looks amazing i don't know so what's it about christy so basically tom cruise uh i don't know his character's name sorry he is on earth or what was earth uh it's been destroyed by by war and uh he's there to protect it from what seems to be aliens but then suddenly there's an underground uh you know underground population of humans that have been left behind and they're there trying to protect the earth from seems like a conspiracy against humanity love it love it already and just the the look come on we've got post-apocalyptic earth post-apocalyptic could be aliens could be aliens conspiracy theories could be conspiracy theories this reminds me a lot of like um the matrix was it two or three where they're like underground a little bit, but I, not as cheesy, not as bad. I actually never saw three. I couldn't do it. Oh man, I couldn't okay. do it. All right, all right. I, don't, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. It's okay. Couldn't do it. I, yeah. It, it just reminds me a lot of that, um, that feeling because like you know they're left behind a little bit of maybe Hunger Games because they're living underground and everything is supposedly toxic and there's just like these like huge set pieces where he's just out on this really cool bike. Oh, also, this movie was directed by the same director of Tron Legacy. Oh. I don't know if you liked that movie. I loved it. He designed the bike. It looks amazing. Very really cool. I had it. no idea. Yeah. Awesome. And so, yeah, that comes out today. Today. Nerd Friday. Nerd Friday. 419. But he also signed on, we learned this this week, he signed on for another movie that's, like, based on a popular anime series called Yukukize. Yukukaze? Yukukaze. <laughs> Follows the adventure of the uh, Planetary Defense Defense Force, who are battling an aggressive alien invasion, blah, blah, blah. I'm excited about that, too. I mean, doesn't it have something to do with, like, a wormhole into space and time? Yeah, 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 yeah. So there's, there's wormholes. There's, I'm all about know, the timey-wimey, so... I, I'm kind of into the idea, because I think the, the, the wormhole comes over, like, Antarctica or, like, I don't know, North Pole, South Pole. I'm not sure which one. But it's, like... I just it just makes sense because honestly, isn't there like that thinning of the uh, the, the ozone, ozone yeah, over right the over Antarctic? So maybe it is a wormhole. Whoa, I've never thought about the ozone layer being what holds our time in. Yes. Whoa, just blew my mind. I just blew your mind. I'm gonna go. Excuse me, I have to go write a short novella now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, awesome! Well, I'm excited about. So that yeah, one. so Tom Cruise, bona fide movie star. He is. Hopefully, let's see. Let's see how it does. I mean, we, and he just keeps looking better in his old age. 
Yeah. Am I wrong or am I right? It's true. It's true. Okay. So the next one, Iron Man 3. Are you looking forward to it? Are you an Iron Man fan? You know, I am an Iron Man fan. I feel like Robert Downey Jr. is the perfect. Oh, he's the perfect. Perfect character for this movie. Or, you know, actor for this movie. It's just like he just embodies everything you think of Iron Man as, I feel like. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, He is Tony Stark. He is Tony Stark. I can't. You're right. And I, I think it's, it's, you're right. It's his snark. It's his Tony snark. He's got the snark, oh, right? That's a oh, nice one. I'm sure I didn't invent that. What? I'm fine. I'll take credit. Sure. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he is perfect. Tony snark. He's great. Uh, um, I know Gwyneth is in this one. I just, oh, her pepper pots. Just, I feel like just such a sad God, role. I just, I, every time I think of her, I think of goop. And then I just, I, Ugh. she pulls me out of it. I just she don't, I don't understand how she has a cookbook. She, she has a new one. She has two. She's got two cookbooks. If she doesn't eat anything else, she can have a cookbook. Oh no, she smells food. I don't know. I don't know. It smells delicious. Anyway, we're pumped about Iron Man three still, despite the Pepper Pot situation. Um, but even more so. Can I move on? Yeah, just move on. Just do can it. I get here. Get, get on already. Get into on. darkness. Because Star Trek is really what everyone is waiting for, right? <laughs> right? Right? Oh my god! I like. <laughs> I cannot get enough of this trailer for a number of reasons. Show me some more. Just show Just, me some more. Can I have? Please, sir. We have some more. Some more of that fine can English. I please have some more <laughs> of that Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh god! Yeah, I. I'm really looking forward. Do we? Do we know much about what his role is yet? Have well, we... no one is talking. Like, right? Uh, Zachary Quinto and Chris Pine did an interview at the MTV Movie Awards, and they're like, "We're really excited about not, you know, not having to lie about anything in a few weeks." I'm like, "Can you just throw me a bone? Just a tiny bone? Throw me a bone." I was gonna say, "Or a big one, baby." Or oh! a big bone. <laughs> But <laughs> oh, you just got on. You just got my joke. Oh, sorry, that was terrible. Uh, but yeah, so Star Trek Into Darkness the new, opening. The latest trailer came out this week, and it looks really good. Yeah, five seventeen. Yeah. Cannot wait. I have to admit, um, I am not somebody who likes to watch movies twice. I know that a lot of people, especially a lot of nerd culture, love to watch movies over and over again and get every nuance mm-hmm. and every little detail and be like, Oh, holy crap. Did you notice that when mm-hmm. they did that and that I'm not, I, there's so many, there's too many things to see. Yeah. I want to, I want to watch it and I want to move on. Star Trek. I really loved the first one yeah. uh, or the, the reboot. Too. And I, I actually saw it more than once in theater and I was like, I need to see it again. And a friend of mine was like, why? And I was like, I can't, can't even can't tell you. I just can't tell you. And they were like, I don't think you were super Trekky. Like, I thought you leaned more wars than Trek. And I was like, I do. I thought, thought, did, did. <laughs> I uh, can't even speak. I just, I, I just, do you want to go to see this with me or not? <laughs> so, yeah, I am excited. I think we need to have a special Nerd Friday field trip. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, totally. and also we should, uh, participate in some of these scavenger hunts. Have you yeah, heard about what these? What is the deal with this? Is like Mazda? Well, Mazda's like, I don't understand. So maybe there'll be a scene kind of like in the first or the reboot, how there were like scenes of like real earth time. Right, right, right. Where there were with real the cars. With the, the car. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, Mazda's a, Mazda's a sponsor of the, sh- of the movie and they've got some tie-in and there's actually going to be a Star Trek Into Darkness app and leading up to the preview, so it's probably starting very soon, there will be a 
like scavenger hunts that you'll be able to do every week and some things to do with the Starfleet academies and I'm not exactly sure and I believe the prizes are all Mazda prizes or something so it's like Star Trek meets geocaching meets Mazda yeah something like that and I'm sure I'll check it out and if you are doing any of the scavenger hunts please let us know yeah are you into these like product tie-ins with movies product tie-ins are a little weird it is this one seems weird to me because I'm like are I don't understand how Mazda's going to show up in the film. Are they giving away a car? I don't know. Like, uh, that one seems weird to me just because I don't see how it's going to fit in. But maybe I'll be surprised. Um, Weird product placements out of control. But But, one thing that's not out of place is the Ender's Game trailer that's going to be shown. Oh, that is right. That is, like, I'm going to... I hope it's the trailer right before the movie starts, too. Not, like, the trailer and then you have to, like, sit through, like, Snow White and all this other shit. I hope it's the trailer right before the movie starts. That's right. The Ender's Game trailer is supposed to premiere. Before um, Star Trek. Yeah. Which, I mean. Perfect audience. So excited. Smart marketing people. Smart marketing. Amazing poster. So excited. And we're so excited that we made a drink about it. That's right. Christy has created a drink this week. Oh, man. The drink this week is called Giant's Drink. Giant's Drink. And if you guys get the reference from the book. There was a little mind game that everyone became obsessed over. I won't spoil it for you, but it's called Giant's Drink. And we put this drink in a giant mason jar, and you'll see it on the uh, on the blog. It's a drink, for two, it's or, drink for two. Or one giant. Or one person like myself. <laughs> she has I two straws. She offered it to me, but she kind of sucked that whole thing. thing. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's Giant's Drink. What's in it? Uh, we have some dark rum, we have some, um, whiskey, uh, we have some blood orange soda, and we have some lime juice. It's delicious. It's Fit for a giant. I mean, can't I can't wait. I'm gonna, I'm gonna smuggle a whole giant pitcher of these into yeah. the Star Trek tra- premiere so we can drink them during yeah. the trailer. Yeah. It's, All right. That's pretty good. Um. Speaking of more nerdy movies, the next one we have after Star Trek, because we'll talk about Star Trek again later, so yeah. let's move on. Um, after Earth with Will Smith and yeah. and his son Jaden, it opens on June seventh. Yep. Now you told me a pretty interesting tidbit about this movie. What, what what's happening there? So um, I don't know if you've se- if you've seen the trailers. You know, it's like a father and son, and I believe they crash land on what is now Earth, or you know, like way in the future, and I believe. Will, you know, obviously Will Smith's playing the father. His son Jaden's playing the son. Right. Not the other way around. That would be weird. <laughs> but, um, it's, so it's a father-son story, and I believe the father is hurt, and the son has to, like, you know, step up to the plate and get them out of this mess. But I read that originally Will Smith wanted to do, um, a father-son story, and he wanted to do a, a story about they're going on a trip, and the father gets hurt, and the son has to, like, get them out of it, just like I said, after Earth, except for originally it was supposed to be in our time right now in Alaska, like in remote Alaska, mm-hmm. but at some point somebody was like, we should have it in outer space, in the post-apocalyptic awesome. future, and, you know, as soon as you say post-apocalyptic a post-apocalyptic future. Everybody's on board. Everyone's on board. They're like, yeah. what? Hunger Games? Ender's Game? Uh, I Am Legend? Yeah. Walking Dead? What? Sure, we're on board. On board. And also, um, I'm, what I actually hope doesn't happen, I hope there's not a weird twist. Right. Because it is a M. Night 
Shamalamalamalamalamala. No, no, oh no, they did not do that movie. Uh, you mean a Shamalama Ding Dong movie? It is Shamalama Ding Dong, Ding Dong. Yeah, so he is directing the film, and you know, um, he gets a bad rap. He has some really good things under his belt. Um, I think just for a while, everybody was like, oh, "Okay, you're gonna, you know, it's a twist. Here's a twist." And I think for a while, it became more about what the twist was rather than what the story was. Right. And so I'm really hoping for this particular film, he like focuses on the story and. Will Smith is such a presence on screen. Love it's, him or hate him. He's definitely a presence on screen and I think um should be really interesting. Yeah. To, to see. But you know, if uh if After Earth does not sound like your cup of tea at all. Oh. Yeah? Yeah. Well, you know, I was just trying to I just I, I kinda can't get over the um the Shamalama Ding Dong thing because I just I I'm expect now I'm expecting a twist. Yeah, and problem. so I I read somewhere that there's not going to be a twist, but maybe they're just saying that so that you won't be expecting it, so that when it does happen, you're like, what? But, but it could never not, never that mind blowing. I mean, come on, Sixth Sense was great, but then after Sixth you yeah, roll your eyes at me, <laughs> <laughs> I loved Sixth Sense. I did. I really loved it, and you know maybe I just wasn't clever enough to figure it out along the way, but. I loved Sixth Sense, and I I just think that after that, every single movie, you're expecting a twist, and That's so you're the watching the, the movie, problem. and you're figuring out the twist, mm-hmm. and you're not paying attention to the story, mm-hmm. and I think that's probably been one of his, you know, one of his downfalls. Yeah. So hopefully it'll just be a nice, straightforward story with, like, a, you know, hopefully it'll just be a great story, and I don't know that much about it, but um, I go back and forth on whether or not I love Will Smith or not. I used to love him back in back in the day and I I did actually really love him on Six Degrees of Separation, which I highly recommend. It's that not was a even a good movie. I Kevin what's his name? Um not Kevin Smith. Um Six Kevin Bacon? That's what people do the six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Oh, or what I was you... thinking of something else, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Six Degrees of Separation, he plays like a guy. It's totally not a nerd film at all, but it is a, I think it's the film that I think was the turning point for Will Smith for being DJ Jazzy, or D, being the Fresh Prince. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. You know, he was like, I'm acting, and some of it's a little overacting, but right. it's, I'm acting. Anyway, it's a great a great movie. It's a lot of fun. Stalker Channing's great in it, but uh, it's not that nerdy, so we'll move on now. Will Smith, I'm excited to see, and he is a huge box office draw. He is. Every movie he does. Every time. Is, so even we'll, if the poster looks bad, <laughs> even if the poster looks bad, it's but terrible. if uh, sci-fi is not your bag, to which I kind of question why you're listening. But if if it's not your bag, there's another movie opening on the same day, uh, which is six seven, and it's called The Internship, right? And it is a Vince Vaughn, Vince Owen Vaughn Wilson. Also, Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson also big box up straw, I think. They are, I believe so. Like yeah. people like laughing in the like summertime. The, uh, it's hot outside. You just, wanna, just want to turn your brain off. Yeah. Went in. So yeah, and the reason we bring it up, you're like, okay, what does this have to do with Nerd Friday? Uh they're going in for an internship at Google. And it actually takes place at Google, at the Google campus. I don't know much more about it other than that, but the internship should be good for a laugh. So good. Yeah. I, yeah. Can you imagine I mean I Working at Google, anyways, seems like it has a lot of perks, but at the same time, it's like, oh yeah, well, let's spin Spawn and Owen Wilson. Wilson just they're film just filming, just filming a movie no today. Deal. No, no big deal. deal. You guys want to get a free lunch? <laughs> like, oh, uh, 
But yeah, so six, seven, good for a laugh. We'll see how it goes. Uh, the next movie for June, June fourteenth, man. Mark your calendars. Mark your calendars because because this is a big deal. And I'm surprised because I kind of wrote it off because I did too. I totally wrote it off. I was like, oh, whatever, another, another Superman movie, another one. Didn't we just have one like a year ago? Like this is lame. Who cares? Like, didn't you watch Smallville? Uh, right, Come man. Ahead. We're on the same page here. <laughs> That's why we do this podcast together. <laughs> But uh, Man of Steel, the trailer came out this week. Another trailer, another and, trailer, or like a more robust trailer. So looks good, freaking awesome, amazing. I'm gonna be all nerdy fangirl. Um, they should really make a movie based off of this trailer. They should. They should really make a movie. Yeah. If the movie doesn't live up to this trailer, I'm gonna cry. I, I mean, I mean, Zack Snyder, like you know, did such. In my opinion, I know some people hated it, but in my opinion, did such a good job with the Watchmen. It was, yeah. you know, a lot of fun, really to the spirits. Uh, I think it's gonna be visually way appealing. You've got Christopher Nolan on as like producer, executive producer, or something. It's like more in the vein of the Dark Knight. Very. Mm-hmm. you know a little bit colder less like even the suit is not bright red and bright blues mm-hmm. less primary colors a little bit darker so i think it'll be and it just looks awesome it looks so good and i, I don't know what it is about Zack snyder but i mean he definitely has this aesthetic that's so identifiable because i felt i had the same feeling watching um the man of steel trailer as i did with the watchman trailer yeah because it just looks epic, and you kind of just also want to play that video game. Yeah, and it's like it's like the, this music and the the clips that he chooses. But honestly, The Watchmen was one of those movies where I just like it kind of changed the way that I look at movies. I think with just the action and the visuals and the story combined. Yeah, usually I mean, it's like, definitely. If nothing else, this is going to be a lot of eye candy. Yeah, I'm hoping it delivers on the story and. The performances, but if nothing else, it's going to look amazing. It just feels so much deeper than most other. I mean, I think a lot of that has to do with that Superman is normally very cartoony. Right. You know, he's just normally very cartoony. And um, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, they're hoping that this will, will this like open up like a Justice League yeah. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Should be great. I'm really excited. Check out the trailer if you have not seen it. The trailer's so good. And I kind of have a hate on Russell Crowe and... He is the one person that pulled me out of that trailer. I gotta say, <laughs> honestly, like Russell Crowe, what is it about him? Because <laughs> he think, just looks so pompous. I you know, he's get like, it's it. like, I'm Russell Crowe. Except for that was, I can't do a Russell Crowe accent. I wish right. I could. So that was that was not it. <laughs> I can't get behind Russell Crowe. But I, I mean, this is the whole suspending belief thing. You know, I just have to do it. Mine is actually Amy Adams. Oh, that's true. It's her voice. I don't know. That said, I'm still really, really looking forward to all yeah, of this. So, yeah, yeah. And I'm surprised because a week ago I wasn't. I, it's the trailer. Yeah. So hopefully it lives up I to the, the expectations. Movie is as good as the trailer. And uh, I hope it's better. What I hope it's better than better. is this drink I made. Oh, right. <laughs> right. So today, for today's, uh, today's podcast. The second drink. The second drink we made is called Man of Steel. And it is served in a steel cup. A stainless steel cup, get it? Man of steel, and the inside is a bright green. We'll post a photo on the blog. It's supposed to be like Are kryptonite. We post a photo on we'll post a photo. We um, won't give you the recipe because it's not perfected. It's yet. not perfected. I'll post a photo on our Instagram account. There How's that? And that's also Nerd Friday show. But it it's pretty. 
and it it's looks nice. cool. It's a steel cup, it's kind of very similar idea. to a Moscow mule, but and it's bright green on the inside. It's just a... Uh, the recipe's not there, folks, but right. soon. Gonna, maybe maybe I'll have it done by 6-14. By, by June 14th, we will have this recipe perfected. Yeah, and then you can enjoy a man of steel. And because it goes in a steel container, you can just put it right Which in your thermos. Which is an amazing idea. It's not even just a steel cup. I mean, Sabrina, what? Totally DIY on this thing. Yeah, it's a, like, it's a steel cup. It's actually a shaker. It's a mini A shaker. mini shaker that I found, and it's the it's a cup-sized shaker. So, so just good. shake it up. Drink it up. So uh, we'll post it on the blog eventually, but we will post a photo now. Hey, and if you have an, a recipe idea, yeah, send it to us. Send it to us for any of these movies. Yeah, any of them. Yeah, let us know. Add let us friend know. Show. Um, another movie that's coming out on the same day, again, if for whatever reason superheroes aren't your bag, maybe more laughing about the end of the world is. Oh, there's so many like apocalypse movies, but this one looks really funny because of all of the celebrity cameos that are happening but also because it's like what is the premise it's a party yeah uh, and like, so what show up what's it called what's this movie called uh this is the end and who's in it christy this is james franco um i know emma watson makes an appearance rihanna makes an appearance yeah like seth rogan seth rogan all like that whole crew, right? Whole, like, didn't yeah. they just film it like while they were? Didn't they just film it while they were on vacation? Yeah, was is that true? I'm assuming so. It just looks like so much fun. They were like, yeah. "Hey, let's have a party and film this movie." Yeah. So essentially, they're having this party, and then the aliens come, and they have to fight—not fight back, but just you know, survive. So it's kind of like Independence Day meets Attack the Block meets every Seth Rogen movie you've ever seen. Yeah, and, <laughs> and Jonah Hill and Danny McBride and a bunch more oh, people right, should McBride. be. He's going to be hilarious. It's going to be amazing. If nothing else, it'll be a totally, totally worth laughing at. It's probably the type of movie. God, Chrissy. I cannot believe we've only made it halfway through the June. We're already capping out at like our hour, hour mark. This is the extended version. This is, extended of, uh, version. This is a summer movie preview. This, you know, it's, it's a, it's like a, it's, it's an epic. Yeah, it's an epic ep- uh, episode. This is like a, a Zack Snyder episode. <laughs> <laughs> or would you? You could say it was a monster of oh, an episode. I would say it is a monster. <laughs> so, speaking of monsters. Oh, nice segue, Christy. Yeah. <laughs> Monsters University is also coming out, and normally this probably wouldn't be on our the top of our list to talk about because you know although Pixar is amazing and awesome and uh, totally nerd fodder, but the fact that Nathan Fillion signed on as a voice or was announced as a voice this week that's that's pretty freaking awesome. How who's excited. he playing? Do you know who he's playing? At How excited all? We are know? you guys? I'm pretty excited. I don't know. I don't know who he's playing. I don't care, but. That fact just ups the ante for me. Yeah, Nathan Fillion. So that will be actually two movies that he's in this June. Oh, right. Because he's also in that... um, The Josh Whedon's Much Ado About Nothing, which is totally a departure, in a way, for what Josh Whedon does. And it's a black and white film. It's like a Shakespeare rom-com that he's adapted. Mm -hmm. Um, Should be interesting. But Josh Whedon, big... Big nerd a, fan base. I read a story. Uh, I can't remember what magazine it's in. I'll put it on the blog later. But uh, he was talking about why he did Much Ado About Nothing. And it was kind of like it was his vacation movie. Like I heard had, that too. He had done the Avengers and then he just needed a break. So yeah, he he's like, some people get a tan. I'm going to just do I'm a Shakespeare film. Movie. And I'm like, God, why can't I be that great? 
great. You are that great, Christine. <laughs> I mean, like, you oh, have to have a job. That's my the problem. name is Joss Whedon, and I'm just gonna go take a break and do another movie. No big deal. No big deal. NBD. Whatever. NBD. Whatevs. Uh, so yeah. So J- Nathan Fillion's in that as well. I, so I I don't know if you guys. I mean, you you know you've never seen Firefly. I have so not. It's really hard for me. But to I get talk it. I, this, I but. get it. I get it. It's all right. I got it. I got you, Christy. It's more I, the same wavelength. I know. <laughs> you just have to watch it. Awesome. Very cool. And moving on, the moving last on. film that I that we have on our list for June is, we already mentioned it a couple episodes ago, but World War Z. Yep. Bug-like zombies. I don't know. Do you guys like the zombies? Yeah or nay? I don't know. Zombies. I, Just, I can't get behind it. It's going to be an epic film. I hope, I believe it'll be a blockbuster. It'll either be a blockbuster or flop. Isn't that I, the only options these yeah, days? Yeah, I think there's a chance of being right. But I think... Zombies are running off of nothing. They should move that past. Yeah, that's, that's true. I don't know. I mean, uh, mostly I'm kind of wondering when the zombie trend is going to end. Oh, I am ready for that to happen. I'm over it, to yeah. be quite honest. Any so I'm. I'll look. I'm looking in. I'm forward. Looking forward to World War Z. Maybe uh, they'll just do overkill and then it'll be done. With. There's a couple more this summer coming out. There's Anna Kendrick's in a movie called oh, I forget what it's called, like Rapture Palooza or something. Right. Um, another apocalypse one, you know, zombie one, but I believe it's a comedy and I could be wrong. I don't know much again. I just know Anna Kendrick, internet darling, internet darling is in a zombie film. So her and Alison Brie, Brie. did you see the Alison Brie's happening with them these days? I I like Alison Brie. I'll have to say I like them too. I like, I mean, I like both of them, but the internet and the internet loves them. I know they love them. It's like the next wave of Felicia Day or something. Felicia Day. I was gonna, you know, maybe they'll be adorable next. They'll be on a Fox TV. Oh, they'll be on a Fox TV show next. Um, we, I mean, there's so many movies on this this list. I feel like Pacific Rim. Yeah, it's great. It's coming out. Yeah, it's robots versus giant aliens, right? Uh, I guess I don't know. Idris Elba. That's all I know. That's all, like, Idris Elba. What more do you need? <laughs> yeah, Idris Elba. The maybe next Bond. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. I actually would be interested in seeing that movie i would too but i can't remember how many more bonds daniel craig has signed up for and then part of me is like is idris elba gonna be the like is he gonna be too old by the time daniel craig's finally done that's my only concern there but yeah it's uh pacific rim it's robots versus giant aliens or transformers versus godzilla or maybe perhaps voltron versus gamera Uh, i'm indier than you i'm gonna go (laughs) Too. I'm such a hipster. I'm such a hipster. It's a Voltron versus Gamera, don't you right. know? Mm-hmm. But yeah, so and it's Guillermo Guillermo Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro. Um, and maybe fun fact: Tom Cruise was maybe supposed to be the lead, and now Idris Elba is. And we've already he's already got another movie. I don't think the summer could have had both. So glad. Yeah. Well, he can't be in two sci-fi films in the overkill. same it's, summer. Yeah, it's too much. Overkill. So. Glad it's Idris Elba. Good choice. Another movie coming out this July is Wolverine. Are you a Wolverine fan? You know, I'm not necessarily a Wolverine fan, but honestly, I just honestly could not care less about this movie. (laughs) I'm just going to go ahead and say, (laughs) you know, uh, I'm not going to fight you on that. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, Wolverine. I don't know. Like, wasn't he just in a movie? Like, Wolverine, he's the one that, like, boxed those giant robots, right? (laughs) <laughs> that was Wolverine. It right? was a different movie, but uh, I know. I know. I'm just joking. I'm just yeah. joking. I'm not no, joking. I just I don't. 
yeah x-men i'm i'm done i'm yeah. good yeah i don't know we'll see we'll okay. see there's another X-Men i know that people out. are geeking out nerding out if you will hardcore over the wolverine trailers so if you're a big wolverine fan and you want to convert us to the wolverine mm-hmm. side please Tell us why and how you would convert us on over. Also, tell us show. why we should see 300 too. Yeah, yeah, because please. I'm going to inform me. I'm going to out myself right now, though. I actually never saw 301. Oh, yeah. We saw some clips. It visually looks very amazing. Mm-hmm. Is that also Zack Snyder? I, yeah, yeah. exactly what I was going to say. But he's not doing two, right? I don't know. Uh, well, I hope not. I don't know. Moving he's on. Too busy. <laughs> he's too busy. Moving on, the next one, we mentioned it last week, and it was your homework. This is August 9th, you guys. Mark your calendar. It was your homework last week to watch the trailer, so I hope you watched it. Elysium, uh, the new Matt Damon uh, from Neil Blomkamp, the Mm. District 9 Mm. director. So it should be freaking awesome. Uh, I want to play that video game, except for I'm sure it'll be a shitty video game tie-in if there's one. As they always are. Uh, Movies, because they're on crazy deadlines, even, even more, but... The movie looks rad. Another post-apocalyptic. The movie looks so good. And, you know, I really love the way Tilda Swinton's haircut looks on Jodie Foster. She looks amazing <laughs> in that trailer. You mean the way David Bowie's haircut looks oh, on Oh, it's true. It's true. David Bowie. Zing. Zing. Wait, aren't they like the same person? Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, you, I... heard, you heard it here first. David Bowie and Tilda Swinton are the same, same person. person. <laughs> It's a time and want me thing. Yeah, exactly. But I think my favorite shots of that trailer was when you could see uh, Elysium, mm-hmm. like, in the horizon of Earth. Yeah. Oh, God, it's just so good. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. I feel like we got a solid movie every month here. I know. So I'm looking forward and to it all. Space so many. Christy's, like, in space movie yeah. heaven. If space movies are not your thing, though, there's still quite a few more rounding out this summer. I mean, those are the big, the big blockbusters of the summer, but Mm -hmm. um, also in August, I'm super nerdy, but the next Percy Jackson is coming out. I really liked the first Percy Jackson. I saw it uh, randomly, like on an airplane, and I really liked it. I mean, it was good. And I I felt like, I felt a little nerdy. It's like geared towards kids, but it's fun for like a fun adaptation of um you know like the the young adult lit mm-hmm. i think it's a really fun thing and hopefully this one will be fun too yeah another speaking of kids although the first one was a hard r so i'm sure this one will be too but we have kick ass too this summer yeah oh what do you think of this i don't know i i haven't really read that much about where the story is going but i heard something about high school and then i just got really depressed i'm a little dubious i have to say i do love chloe Moritz. i think she's so rad and for like a young a young actress she seems rather put together i hope she does not go the way of the low hands um or what's her face the really crazy one lately Oh, Amanda Amanda Bynes. Bynes. yeah god God, God, really chloe Moritz, hang in there uh don't do it girl yeah at the MTV Movie Awards, I have to say, her nails, phenomenal. She's just classy. Classy. They were so cool. They were, like, nude with, like, hot pink stripes. All right, moving on. So classy. Um, but, yeah, kick Us 2 could be interesting. Could be interesting. I don't know. We'll see. Another like, could be. High school issues are always awkward. Yeah. So, so like, another one is so. Mortal Instruments. Right. Another high school Twilight, Hunger Games, it's, everything. Right. Copycat. We'll see. Um... If you're a Mortal Instruments fan, let us know why we should read it. Yep. Uh, and that comes out August 23rd. 
the same day as World's End, which is the latest Simon Pegg, Nick Frost, Edgar Wright film. and Pretty much anything those two guys do together. Yeah. I, I'm a huge fan. Have you, were you, did you watch Spaced? Have you no. ever seen Spaced? Spaced is to me what I believe Firefly is yeah. to you. Like <laughs> Spaced is freaking phenomenal. Uh, it's, it was a, I think a Channel Four show, so Channel Four UK, and uh, it was a comedy, but it was so surreal, amazing, ahead of its time, kind of just blow your mind. Like my favorite scene, Autumn is my favorite scene, but the scene that I like to describe to people when I tell them about the show is there's a scene in which they're because they reference pop culture all the time, and they're talking about. Simon Pegg is talking about how he's identified himself as Fred from, uh, not Fred, but or yeah, Fred from Scooby-Doo. Mm-hmm. And the other girl's like, yeah, and I've always considered myself a Daphne, blah, blah, blah. And then they pan back and the glasses fall down off the girl's head. And you realize she looks just like Velma. Simon Pegg is dressed exactly like Shaggy. And they've been that way the entire episode. You just didn't realize it until they pointed out how they've always <laughs> envisioned themselves to be the other characters. And just shit like that. It's just... Blows my mind. It's so funny. Great. And if you're a fan of Shaun of the Dead or... Um, Perfect. What was the other one? The Oh, Run, Fat Boy, Run. Well, Run, Fat Boy, Run, I don't know if it had Edgar Wright. It didn't. But the other one, the the cop one, totally blank. Oh, right. <laughs> Why am I movie, so though? dumb right now? Um, but anyway, World's End. Mm-hmm. World's End is coming out 823. Yep. It should be pretty fun. Shortly after that, uh, there's another... Riddick installment. I don't know if you've ever seen any of the Riddick Chronicle. Riddick? Riddick with Vin Diesel. (laughs) That sounds Riddick. Oh, God. (laughs) It's true. But this one has Katie Sackhoff in it. Um, So I don't know if you've ever watched Battlestar Galactica, Sabrina. Wait, Hot Fuzz. It was called Hot Fuzz. Hot Fuzz. All right, go ahead. Sorry. It's going to bother me. All right. Sorry. Riddick. Katie Sackhoff. Katie Sackhoff. Did you watch Battlestar? Why are you going to out me like this? Oh my God. (laughs) So I did not watch Battlestar, but only because I did not get on board when it first started and I just need to go back and start. Because the tank tops are backwards, right? No, I just, I just, it just, I just, I had too much TV. You have to go back. Okay. So I just got to, anyway, Katie Sackhoff. Katie Sackhoff, who plays Starbuck in um, the reboot of Battlestar Galactica is in the next Riddick movie and I will probably see that for just that exact reason. But... Moving on from there, Sabrina told me about this amazing movie. That's all right, so out first of all, first of all, that pretty much wraps up summer. That wraps for up us, summer, except in San Francisco, summer actually doesn't act start till August. We do not get warm weather till August, September, October. So we're prime considering summer month. Our summer. So with that, the, the movie that the one that gave me chills today. She just showed it to me today. It's called Gravity. And it's the new Alfonso Cuaron. Oh, my God. Starring George Clooney and uh, dubious about Sandra Bullock, but I've heard good things, so I'll let it Those slide. Two together. I don't know. We'll, we'll let see. it slide. We'll see how it goes. But we'll post the trailer on the Well, blog. the teaser trailer, the because teaser. the real trailer's not come out yet. Right. But tell me exactly what this is about. So the movie is about two astronauts. Um, I don't know if it's a space station or a space shuttle. I believe it's... Actually, I don't know. And they're outside when it, something happens that Ugh. destroys the shuttle or station. And so they're just drifting in space. And I heard that How it's... How crazy is that, first So it's of kind all. of like, what was that, Deep Water? Or what was that like, like, movie? Uh, like, Deep Blue. Or... Deep no, Blue. No, no, no. Or like one of... I don't know. The one with the divers the that get left behind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 
like that, but in outer space, and it's in 3D. It's Alfonso Cuaron who. Wait, it's 3D. It's also well. I'm, I think you can also see it in 3D. Oh, man. Well, I'm sure you could go to the regular theater if you want, but it is Alfonso Cuaron who is, in my mind, just a visual genius. He did what I consider to be the best of the Harry Potter films, the one that everybody apparently hates, but number three that is so... Prisoner of Azkaban. Cool looking. That was the best one. It is the coolest looking one by far. Hands down, that shit was amazing looking. And he's also, you know, Children of Men. Right. Uh, Also brilliant. Brilliant. And this movie, the premise sounds freaky as hell. They showed it at CinemaCon. A bunch of people got to see some stuff. It's the kind of premise that you want to come up with as a screenwriter i can imagine if i was a screenwriter that is the the kind of story that i would want to come up with um i believe it was ain't it cool news or one of those called it like next level shit it is <laughs> this is next it's level totally shit. next level um and if I, you're a space nerd that's like the thing you think about all the time how are they gonna get home how are they gonna get home what and happens when the you're out there other thing that i think is so very interesting and i hope it's uh true is that I believe it opens with a 20-minute live real-time shot. So it's real-time, 20 minutes of them in space or whatever. That right there. Well, if that's true, then then like the shit goes down like first frame or something. I would imagine you know, so. First like, five minutes. But but I feel like movies that are in real time, you get that tension of like because yeah. it's really happening and yeah. Um, that opens, I believe, in October, right in the prime of our so summer. I'm excited about that one. And I'm. I'm very stoked about this, and I think it's going to be amazing. And yeah. you know, I'm also a Clooney fan, so I'm a big time space nerd. So <laughs> no like, way, this one you don't say. Looks so good, <laughs> I would never have guessed that about you, Christy. I'm so excited. Never. Um, so yeah, so we'll post the teaser trailer and links to some of the first reactions on the blog, and yeah. we'll post some Let of. Let us this. know what you think at Nerd Friday Show. Yeah, are there any movies that we forgot or that oh, you're yeah. looking what forward we forget? to? We can't cover everything. It's already 13 minutes past where we're supposed to be yeah, right now. We're on the monster version. <laughs> so, yeah. Is there anything else this summer? If there's something you look forward to, let us know at Nerd Friday Show. Yep. And then next week, we're going to be talking a little bit about Earth Day, which happens Monday the 22nd. Yeah, that's right. Do your part for Earth. So your homework. Homework? Is- yeah. Tell us what you're doing for Earth Day. Yeah, tweet at us. Give us your thoughts and ideas what we should do for Earth Day. Mm-hmm. But it's also, um, and we're looking forward to uh, the week of the 22nd, is National Karaoke Week. I don't know if you guys know about this. What? But we might be doing uh, something a little special. <laughs> the time of my life. Okay, I'll, I'll save the rest of you from that. Uh that's yeah. Good. Thanks. Thanks. Um, so yeah. So do your homework. Homework is uh, let us know what you're doing for Earth Day. If it involves you know green technology, even better at Nerd Friday Show. And um, we have some extra credit this week. Watch, Watch Dune. Dune. Watch that Dune, you guys. All, All right. right. And we're way over time. Way over time. So... Check the blog for more news because we'll have a lot there this week. All right. And see you next week, Nerd Bye. Friday. It's okay to stay in. <laughs>